does yours sound? Mm, mine sounds okay. I don't see you at all. But you saw me before. I see you now. Do you see me now? <laughs> so, you haven't brought it up yet. So I don't think that you listened to it yet. But this morning, I put out a call to you for help. Because you told me if I ever need help, then I have to ask for it. That's fair. So on the Troubled Helix podcast that came out this morning, this morning, I specifically asked you for help. No, I haven't had a chance to listen to it. You're right. So it's possible that you did hurt hurt it, and then you were just like, "Fuck that guy." <laughs> yeah, that sounds like my speed. I like that it's just no offense to Mike or any of the other guys that participated last episode and needed to talk to you. Okay. And you're here. Here I am. <laughs> so I have three, two to three things that I want to try to get through. Okay. We're not going to start in order of importance. One thing is actually just a question because I was watching law and order. Okay. I think. Yeah. Some sort of cop on purpose. Show. Like, yeah. I, I watch like they're on my list on Hulu. Okay. So every time a new one's released, you know, it's in my, it pops up. So, so you watch it on purpose. Yeah. That's something you're into. All three of them. Yeah. SVU and the criminal intent is like a new one. Yeah. And then they brought back the original just law and order, law and, order. and it has that same old guy. With yeah. The like gruff voice. Right. Yeah. It's, I wouldn't, I'm, it's not a guilty pleasure. I don't feel like ashamed of it. Like the way that you're talking about it, it sounds like you're trying to make me feel guilty for watching it. I don't think you should feel guilty for it. I only, the only people I know who watch it are, you know, 60 plus. So if it went away, I would only be sad because it's what I would put on in the background while I was doing. Let's say I'm trying to go to sleep. Okay. And I'm, or I just want to wind down for the night. Yeah. I'll just put this on. And if I'm on my phone or I fall asleep, I don't go back and rewatch it. It's right. just, it's like comfort, I guess. I'm but, not trying to make you feel bad. I'm just letting you know. I don't know anyone our age who watches it on purpose. Wow. I needed your help. Okay. And you just started making fun of me. <laughs> so, was, I mean, that's fine. It was that's not, not going to, that's not going to help me. But. I was just pointing out something. <laughs> Why do I play this game? <laughs> One of the episodes, someone came to a Catholic church okay. and confessed horrible crimes to the priest. priest. Okay. And the priest is not allowed by his vows to share that Correct. with anyone else. That's my understanding. But also, if he were to, any... When I say confession, I mean the confession at the church. Right. Not the confession of the person. Correct. Any confessional given is not allowed to be used in court. Right. Not in a spoon court. That's my understanding. But how fucked up is that? That I could go in and say all these horrible things that I've committed and say that they catch me down the road. 
but they don't have a lot of evidence. Right. But they find out I've been going to this priest and confessing. Even if he were to break his vows and tell on me, which he can't do, he wouldn't, they wouldn't be allowed to use that against me. But what kind of weird loophole is that? That, Like, why is the priest getting put like above the law well, or your confession to God that someone overheard can't be used against you just because it was a confession to God. You know, I think that almost becomes more of a, <clears throat> I mean, if you're looking for a legal standpoint, you know, it, it could, it could come down to hearsay. I'm not sure why the law won't allow it. You know, mm, because I, you're not confessing it to like, yeah, you're police not police officer, right? You're not confessing it to be like, but I mean, you know, you get guys who, who will confess it to a cellmate. They'll be like, yeah, I did this in, you know, out there in the real world. And the cellmate will be like, Hey, this guy told me some stuff. Can I get some time off of my sentence? If I, if I testify against him. Right. So I guess it can't be that it can't be like hearsay. Right. Because then we're using confession, you know, him, you know, someone confiding in, another cellmate. So I don't actually know. Do you, do you think that it should be allowed or are you cool with it not being allowed? No, I think it should be allowed. Okay. I think, you know, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of, you know, I'm sure you've, you've heard about Depp and heard there. Okay. So just as an example, I'm sorry. Did you say Depp and heard Depp and heard (laughs) our new band, man. (laughs) It has a Def Leppard vibe. It does. <laughs> like like a tribute band. Def and Nerd. Or the Def and Nerd. Uh, Def Leppard. They, have, they brought his lawyer in from their divorce case. And there's a lot of questions that he was not able to answer because, you know, uh, client, you know, whatever, pr- right. privilege, right? So, and that, I also kind of understand because that's professional right like i can't you can't use what he told me against him for this case but i don't understand you know if a priest was like look this guy admitted to murdering like 50 people and you guys still haven't caught him like if that was weighing on the priest's mind and he needed to get it off his chest but they couldn't use that like that's kind of messed up the the cops knew that the, the suspect had confessed to the priest. Right. So they were there like, like drop this. Just tell us. Right. Like, isn't the benefit of helping. It was like a rape case. Right. All these women and future women. Doesn't that outweigh like a vow that you made? And the guy was like, no, it doesn't. Like I have to keep this vow. So, I mean, I can kind of see it on the priest's part, because it's part of what makes him who he is. Right. But it's odd that you couldn't go get like a subpoena. Yeah. And be like, okay, well, we'll have you talk about it in court. Right. And maybe he could refuse yeah. or something. But like, they can't even use that. But I think it's also kind of weird. I think I agree that it shouldn't be, it would fuck everything. But it wouldn't, right? To say that it would fuck everything up if lawyers could rat on their clients. If the client did it, he's not really getting fucked, is he? 
He kind of has it coming, right? (laughs) Which I guess that would say, well, then people will just lie to their attorneys. It's like, well, yeah, but like he did it. Right. So if he's lying, he's not going to get a good trial. Yeah. So maybe it's best if he just, I don't know. Like it would get really messy, but who cares? Right. Like who are we protecting at that point? The, The bad guy? That's what it sounds like, yeah. But I should also point out I'm not Catholic. I know. So I don't really know how that vow works. I'm not also a judge, so I don't know why, why I can't be like. I was more interested in if you thought it was cool or not. And you're not cool with it. No. Okay. I think if someone's got information that would help innocence, it should be admissible. In this particular case, which they always take like a current event right and twisted enough to make it fictional right but, fictional but you know on... who it's based on right so i don't know what this was based on or if it was just a story they wrote there were two priests at the church and the priest number one was confessing to priest number two that he was the rapist oh so man. he was also protecting his yeah. brother yeah, whatever you would that, call it that weird but yeah. if you know that the priest is the rapist you don't really want the priest to continue priesting <laughs> or raping right? Or, <laughs> right no matter how you look at that protecting him is also promoting bad like the catholic church has enough bad, bad press yeah, like, yeah they don't need more right but Sometimes I have to get like a David barometer of like where you stand on stuff. Cause sometimes I feel like, Oh, I know what he would think about this. But in this one, I was like, maybe he would have some sort of like religious reason why like, no, that, that needs to stay how it is. But is the, is the Catholic church the only church that does the confessional thing? Well, that I don't know. I mean, I know as far as, evangelical Christians or Baptists or however you want to label us, <clears throat> we confess our, our sins to Jesus. I mean, sometimes to one, to one another, so we can help e- keep each other accountable. You like, know? like one-on-one, you speaking to. I mean, I've, I've confessed some things to the entire group of people because I just, you know, I either, like, was really struggling with something and wanted to help or they should know. Would you be mad at them if they went and told somebody? I, I wouldn't feel good about it. I don't know if I'd be mad. Would you not confide in them again? That's a good possibility. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I get I get that aspect of it. Like, like you're talking about, like attorneys, therapists. You know, like how much you get open to your therapist if, if they're going to turn around and be like, oh, you know, he told me, he, yo, he's, a, he's afraid of a duck staring at him at night. You know, like, like, and then all of a sudden, all social media knows you're throwing up all night, right? So, Aren't you scared of ducks? I'm not scared of ducks. <laughs> Oh, chickens in mass kind of freak me out. Yeah. What's the main difference between a duck and a chicken? Uh, one's a waterfowl, and the other, the other one's poultry. Can a duck not survive without water? Like not swimming in water? Right. Not not water to drink. Because they but... could, they have to drink it. <laughs> no, like if you took one away from the pond, and yeah, put it'll it... survive. Okay, so that's not really what makes them different. No, but it is a waterfowl. Do you like to eat duck? I've only had duck once, and I liked it, so yes. Did you ever question, did you eat it in Montrose? 
Yeah. Did you question like, is this isn't this isn't duck? No, because I knew who was cooking it. Oh. You can't really buy duck at the store here. No, you'd have to go to a butcher shop or butcher it yourself. We should do it. Okay. I don't want to butcher it. No, let's just buy one that's butchered already. Well, let's go get one and take it to the. You just take it in, like here's my duck. I'm like, not sure like how. A cat I'm not sure how that works. <laughs> do they kill it for you? Yeah. You can take any live animal you want to the processing place, and they'll take care of the rest. Depending on the processing place, yeah. Like let's say Kinnikin. Like I, I'm not sure if Kinnikin does, but there's a couple other places like I think the Goods. The uh, Goods. Yeah. G O O D E. Oh. So let's say I took like a beaver that was still alive. <laughs> okay. They would, how do they kill it? I imagine they just put a knife in the back of its neck. Oh shit. Quick and easy. Could you do that shit? Could you be a butcher? I don't think so. Could you cut the animal up after it was already dead? Possibly. Every day for like eight hours a day. I mean, the longer you did it, the easier it would get, right? True. Yeah. That's a very good point. It'd be, it'd be like the first couple months, I'd be like, I, I don't know if I could do this. Especially handling guts. Have you ever gutted a fish? I think when I was like in single digit age, my dad was like, this, this Son, is we're gonna cut it from groin the chin and yank the guts out. <laughs> I remember even like catching fish the few times I went fishing. It was like they have that dorsal fin. And I was like, I don't want to fuck with that. Fish like super sharp. <laughs> And somebody would be like, well, stick your hand before it starts and like <laughs> slide it down and it'll like compress it. I was like, I don't want to touch. I don't want to like caress the fish from top to bottom. <laughs> this is an intimate moment with this fish. <laughs> you ever gone fishing with somebody who takes a fish and like smacks it against like the dock no. to kill it? <laughs> no, I've never seen that before. How do you feel about snakes in the wild do you kill them like if they're on your property not if they slither away from me but if they're like coming at me yeah i guess i guess we have to kill it have you, you never know? killed one yeah you have yeah what was it i'm pretty sure it's probably just a garter snake but what? when it's in the grass oh you didn't kill it on purpose well i had a shovel oh when it's in the grass and it's coming towards me i'm not sure you know You just bring the blade down on its back, man. <laughs> Do you think that priests are capable of hearing like the weird, horrible shit that people do and then not judging those people and still like seeing like the good in them? Like, Don't you think it would take a toll on you at some point to, I to think, hear the worst things that people have to say? I think that depends a lot on the person. And some people will probably be a lot better at that than others. I'm not going to say every priest out there could hear someone's worst habits and be like, you're a horrible person. Could you do it? I could probably do it for a lot of things. If someone came into my, into my box and said, I really like touching kids. I'm like, get out of my box. <laughs> like, do you think they feel any sort of guilt? Like, would you feel guilt think, towards like letting, letting down God or like this person still needs your help, even though they're, child molesters so see or? so see that that's where it gets hard right because you know there's there's what i know i should do what i'm called to do and then there's what my flesh wants to do 
So I don't know to what depravity I could listen to without without thinking ill things about somebody. And I and I feel like I could I could hear a lot of different things and be like, I mean, and I think in a confession, that it probably comes out like a confession, not like I'm bragging about it. Like I genuinely need help. Right. You know. <clears throat> they can see who it is, right? It's like that slotted screen, but you can always see enough of the like sometimes sometimes all you have is this cool like vent and maybe you can could see like an arm or uh, but if these were your people, chances are you do they have to like introduce themselves? I guess not. Uh if I understand correctly, there's there's some Catholic churches that will they have like an open confession. So you could be just some Joe Schmo off the street and just wander in and be like, hey. That's what they always show in the movies and shit. You know, like somebody down on their luck. They, they just, just wander into a church and then right. they confess. And then the next day they're like a millionaire with a new job. <laughs> wow, that's an interesting movie. Well, that's the moral they try to put on you. Right? <laughs> All right. Okay, well, if you had to pick, your new profession is... Catholic priest or butcher? Butcher. Okay. I would like to try both for like, I don't know, three months each and then pick one. I think you'd be really... It's easy to be a priest, don't you think? I think you'd be really good at the listening part. It's the not judging part that I think would get most of us, you know? Because even if you don't say anything, I know you're going to (laughs) think... But... You kind of just said that that's okay, didn't you? Like, like it's normal to judge as long as you don't speak it back to them, right? But you're still supposed to try not to, you know? I mean, I would judge them the second they sat down, you know, just from what they're wearing. <laughs> Be like, are you wearing feelers? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you like chicken broccoli? <laughs> With white sauce? <laughs> I can't have that in my church. <laughs> this is a brown only church. <laughs> Get with the now, man. I've noticed that I have a problem that's completely of my doing, and I don't like it about myself, and I want it gone but I don't know how to get it gone what's that when I'm in charge of someone else or more than one someone else someone else's someone's else is that multiple someone's if I'm in charge of an event or something that we're going to do. I feel like I'm responsible for them having a good time. Mm. And so I don't know if we talked about it or I talked about it, but I talked about going to Austria or Europe right? and having this itinerary of like, we got to be at this place at this time, at this time. Right. And it became like I will take control of making sure that this itinerary or whatever goes as planned 
Right. So the the other person can have a good time. Yeah. Which then I realize like, oh, I'm I'm not really having I'm not having a bad time, but my time the quality of my time is being limited. Right. Or affected. Yeah. And then we went to Denver this last weekend and I noticed that I was starting to feel the same way where it was like, I kind of put this together. I'm kind of the one that was like, we're going to go and and do this and and do that. And this wasn't necessarily time sensitive. Right. Like the Europe shit was, but it was like these people need to enjoy themselves. (laughs) And I have to ensure that that happens. And I can't be in control of the enjoyment that someone else finds in something. Right. That is their own responsibility. Yeah. Even if shit falls apart, you can just roll with it. Yeah. You can just enjoy whatever is going on for the moment. But they're not applying pressure to me of like, this has got to be great. It's just me like... I'll sacrifice. So let's say we're, let's say we go to Denver, okay. like a group of us. All right. But like, I'm, I'm taking everyone. That's very nice of you. Yeah. We're going to go to a Rockies game. That's what you, like so you hate me. That's what you just said. <laughs> but oh, we're going to go to the museum. We're going to go to the park. Awesome. We're going to go to the rest of the trip sounds a, a Broncos great. game too. Like we're, so we have like stuff to do, right? right okay. And maybe we don't have to be somewhere, but it's like, well, how do we get there? Okay. I'm driving. Well, Oh, you, you need something to drink. Oh, you're hungry. Okay. Well, we'll go here first. Then we'll go here. So I'm like planning out the things that people are saying that they're needing. Right. So I'm like on my phone pulling up the map. What's close by? What's, what's near? Where can we solve these problems that people are having? And then I'm like, what, what am I doing? Like, I'm not able to enjoy the moment because I'm trying to make sure that everyone else, it's like D and D someone has to dungeon master. Right. So that person has already removed themselves from the party. To ensure that the party has a good time. Right. They're, they're going to sit out and not, you know, they're not going to play a character or whatever. Right. That's a good enough analogy. Oh, they're going to sacrifice. Playing along to be. Right. And I've noticed specific, quite a few lately, now that I've become aware of it after the Europe thing, it's like, oh man, I do this often. Even if I know. Like, Joni doesn't give a shit. She doesn't care if, if we're late or if we miss out on something. But, like, I still, like, that would still be a failure on my part as the person in charge of... Who planned it. Right. Okay. Do you enjoy the other people enjoying it? Yes. Do you, like, like then you have a good time through them. Vicariously through them. Yeah. Okay. But then at the end, like I, I like wake up right on, on the drive home. I got five hours back to Montrose. It's like, what the fuck? Like, 
I wasn't even fully engaged in what was going on. But you were. You were just engaged on the back end. Right, but not with not with the fun. Dude, you're <laughs> forgive me. You're okay. You're being a dad. You're being a parent. So is this what you feel like every time you do something with your family? I don't feel like I'm missing out. When I took the family to the monster truck show, I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything because I organized it. I put it all together. I made sure we all got there on time. I made sure everyone had drinks. I don't feel like I missed out on anything because it was my idea. And to see all of them having a good time, I had a good time. During it, were you constantly like, this kid needs a drink. This kid needs popcorn. Or did you have, like once it started, did you just sit and watch? Or were you constantly? I looked over at them pretty often. Not so much to check if they needed drinks, because we got drinks during the intermission too. So there were two runs for drinks, a couple runs for snacks. We spent an ungodly amount of money on t-shirts and hats, <laughs> you know. And, and they all got all the driver's autographs. They were really, I mean, they loved it, you know, and that's fine. You know, I didn't get a hat and get a shirt, but they all did. And that's great. You know, and you don't hold any sadness for yourself in that situation. No. Is there a part of you that wishes like, I wish someone else would do this for me sometimes. Um, no, cause I don't like being on the receiving end, yeah. does that make sense? <laughs> don't I don't like. <sighs> Do you ever wish that you could go back to being thirteen, and you could be the kid, and you could just have like a great time with no worries, no I think, concerns. I I mean the only thing I really miss about thirteen is lack of bills and. You know, <laughs> You know, not the good times, <laughs> the monetary, the, the lack of bills is great. Right. Yeah. But you know, I can just go out and play some basketball with my friends whenever. So you don't think it's a problem? No, I don't, but I kind of get it because you, I don't know how, how open you want me to be here. What do you mean? You've expressed before, you know, when you were, you know, things about me that I don't know that, you know, <laughs> <laughs> when you when you were fathering another child you expressed to me on a phone call that you didn't know how I did this all the time cuz my time is not my own you know and you're used to having some time of your own yeah a lot so <laughs> so i mean i get i get where you're coming from and i don't think you're wrong for having this feeling of man, I wish someone would take the reins sometimes, but what you're doing and the fact that you're enjoying it, man, you're just being, you're just being a family man. And that's awesome. This would apply to situations outside of family events too, though. If it's just this, you this and could her? be me and like three adults. Okay. And I still would be like, like in the example I was giving of, Oh, you're hungry. Oh, you need a drink. It's like, well, I can take this route to get everybody Okay. Like the things that they want to be happy. Right. Which in the moment, I'm not like, oh, this is bullshit. Like getting angry about it <laughs> in the moment. I'm like, I want you to have a great time. And if this is what you need to have it, 
But I also, if I were to be looking at it from outside the group, looking in, it would be like, oh, there's so much cool shit going on. But he's not, he's not in that moment. He's not feeling that vibe. He's driving the bus or whatever, right? He's. You're leading it. You're organizing it. Sometimes I want to be able to just be in it. I hear you. I feel like I'm missing out on a certain feeling of just like, how did I went to Japan for a couple of weeks? Yeah. And I, you know, no one went with me. Right. I felt that nonstop for three weeks and like any depression or stress or whatever, non-existent. You barely had an itinerary, man. You were able right. to just kind of like flee, free flow and just enjoy somewhere you've wanted to go for a while. And then I go to Europe and I have a good time, but I notice like, oh, I'm, I'm stressed out. Because you were the driving force behind the itinerary. So how do, how would I adjust to like, we're going to go here and do this. Okay. We're going to go to Antarctica. All right. Or some shit. That sounds great. <laughs> watch a baseball game right <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i'm i'm not i'm not wanting to put that on someone else like hey you do it because then they're gonna feel how i felt what's the what's the secret to just everyone being in the moment together without someone dadding Whatever you want to call it. Mm. I don't know if that's ever possible because there's always going to be someone doing the ringleader thing, even if you pass it off, right? Someone, so someone's gonna have that moment. Like, let's say, let's let's say, you know, you, Mike, and I decide to go on a trip, not Antarctica, because that sounds horrible, but somewhere. Okay, where? Um, this conversation might depend on where it is going okay we're gonna go somewhere none of us have been because if we go to japan you're gonna feel responsible yeah for showing us around know where stuff is okay we're let's, gonna we're gonna go, go to madagascar okay we're going to, to madagascar to the jungles. okay sounds horrible i want to look at the bugs and stuff and the giant ticks are those ticks i probably i don't know <laughs> let's google oh let's Let's go to Alaska. Have you been to Alaska? You've been to Alaska. Where are there no ticks? <laughs> Antarctica. <laughs> we could go to Montana. There's no ticks in Montana, nope. really. Okay, let's say we're going. <laughs> we're going to luxurious Montana. <laughs> okay. All right, and we've got three days there. We're not counting the trip there and back. We've got three days there. Just the, a. Oh, never mind. It's not important. The the only way. There are ticks in Montana. <laughs> We'll find somewhere tick-free, okay? The only way that we could make that fair in, in, in what you're speaking of is if we each took a day. Like, today is David's day to take care of whatever we're doing. Today is Sean's day. Today is Mike's day. And that way, hmm. you know, we would each have two days where we didn't have to do anything. We just had to follow along. You know what I mean? What if someone fucks up? 
Well, that's on them. <laughs> but it also ruined our time because we're still... That's still on them. <laughs> you don't have to feel guilty if I messed up. But I would miss out on the shit that we were supposed to do. <laughs> would you? You had no idea what, what I had planned. Mm, maybe, it's all a surprise. Maybe, maybe my plan was inadvertently going to lead us into some sort of tick-infested forest. <laughs> and it's a good thing. Specifically. That... <laughs> where are there the most ticks? The most ticks. <laughs> well, let's find out. <laughs> we're gonna look this up <laughs> yeah <sighs> but I don't know man I mean I kind of get it but I don't cause again I don't New Hampshire <laughs> that sounds Virginia beautiful. Maryland really uh, really you're gonna tell me those humid places don't have ticks Oh, it's doing it counting down. Oh, my God. It's giving me the top ten, but it's making me click through one at a time. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I have to click ten times with all these ads loading. Yeah. Just hard, to find out who has the most. Hard fast. But I do need to know. <laughs> Hold so on. You just avoid I'm clicking. It. I'm clicking. <laughs> Pennsylvania. There you go. Tick-borne disease cases, 73,000. I guess we're never going to Pennsylvania, huh? I've been there. Have you? Michelle lived in Pennsylvania. And you made I it out. she had ticks. You made it out without ticks. I'm proud of you. I could still be there. What if you got bit by a tick and you became like Tick Man? <laughs> Wasn't that Putty? Wasn't Putty the tick? Yeah, he did the, He did the tick in one of the series. Oh, there's been more than one. Yeah. Wait, did he? I, think I know he that he did one of them. I don't remember that guy's name now. Isn't his name? Oh, his name's David in the show. Yeah. I don't know his real name. <laughs> if I go and one person has a great time and they're like, thank you. This was so great. Like, Thank you for doing this. I really enjoy that. Like, I made this happen for you. Right. But if someone is like, I didn't really have a very good time. This isn't really what I would have chose to do or this isn't really how I wanted to spend my time. Nothing went wrong. Right. I just don't really like, I just didn't really have a good time. That would like crush me. That's like, even though I know it's your responsibility to just enjoy it, knowing that I let you down is like a horrible feeling. Like, I'm the reason. I did this for you. And I'm the reason that you didn't. But you're not uh, the reason. But you know? I know that, but I still feel that way. I get you. So. I, there's no way to fix that apart from just accepting that it's not actually your fault. Medication. I'm sure you can medicate yourself. Okay. <laughs> Is the sake bottle empty? Is that what you're telling me right now? <laughs> yeah, it's been empty. <laughs> There's no secret to it, man. Okay. I'm sorry you feel... Well, that... Didn't really help. I got another one. <laughs> it didn't really help. <laughs> I mean, it helps to talk about. I just think... I think it's great that you... I mean, apart from feeling like I barely got to really enjoy it because I was, you know, controlling everything. Like... 
the fact that you enjoy everyone else enjoying it is cool. I just got a picture sent to me of a response to the story that I was telling you earlier about the last episode. Yeah. Of the cousin sending the sexually explicit DM. Don't don't tell me when these cousins sent a, a picture. No, I got a picture of the follow-up DM. Oh, okay. So the clip that I posted from the show was a clip where we're talking about that dude. Okay. So Joni sent me a picture of his response to seeing the story clip being posted. Because I don't think he listened to the podcast, but he heard the short minute. Right. Or whatever. And do you want me to read the whole thing? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I was the idiot that said that. Was having a bad day and didn't give it any thought. But he spelled thought T-H-O-T. Like a thought. Like a slut. (laughs) And he says, I apologize. Not defending my actions. I'm a product of the messed up Mennonite culture, just like you were. Just so you know, we're not Mennonite anymore. Haven't been for a long time. We can't choose the fucked up culture we come from, but we can strive to be better. I'm not a religious Mennonite guy like Sean thought I was, but his observations of Mennonites is dead on. So at least he came and apologized. Yeah. So I give him credit for that because he could have just been like, oh shit, and like run. Right. He didn't need to apologize. Yeah. So if he listens for whatever reason, that's good. Yeah. Good on you, man. It's good on you for not. It's crazy how many of these people like drop out of this shit, but it still continues to affect their life forever. It's pretty impressive, man. It's like some real like grit that that shit has on you. I mean, it's if you're raising it and it's all, you know, I kind of, I guess I kind of get that, you know, I bet the, you know, like a, 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 a normal issue Christian, that decides standard, standard issue, issue <laughs> and SIC. They maybe they lose interest in it and they just drop religion or pick up a new one. Right. There I imagine most of them feel some sort of fear of like, well what if what if I think if you get tired of it you're not really you know, you don't really believe in what's what the repercussions are, you know. There is no what if. If you you're if you're tired of it you know, you don't think of you just like, I'm done with this, that like you'd get these little moments where it was like, well, I'm going to go to hell if I'm wrong. Like maybe I should, maybe I should go back just to be safe. <laughs> I think I've already expressed on, on the show that I'm not even positive. I'd go to heaven because there's a couple of scriptures that if you read them, right. There's every possibility. I, I've already given up my salvation. In your specific... In my specific... Community. Yeah. Or doesn't believe in the redemption at any cost. Like, isn't the Catholic thing, like, as long as you ask for forgiveness, you're fine? Um, Some, That's somewhere, right? Someone believes that. Right. But you right. don't. You believe that you could have made a mistake that just like cuts you out there's there's a particular and don't ask me where it's at because i can't think of it right this second you could just make it up i wouldn't (laughs) i'm not gonna make it up because people are listening who who (laughs) would know but there's a verse that does speak on you know if you if you turn away from it 
if you, you know, you, you can't lose your salvation. You can give it back basically through your actions. And, you know, I've, I've returned to, to some sins more times than I should be allowed to. So I do wonder, not like fret about, but on occasion I wonder, I'm like, I wonder. And so I've explained, like, I, I still believe I still serve because, because I believe in it. Right. Like, right. So whether or not I get the, get out, get out of hell free card or not is immaterial. I still believe in, in Jesus and what he did. How do you not constantly fret every day that this short, you know, you got, let's say we got 30 years left, right? The short 30 years that we have left are really nothing compared to eternity. Eternity. So like, I don't think I could escape that. Like I already, I already fucked up and now I got to live the next 30 years knowing that there's no chance. What, what good would I do? Anyone, anyone around me, but by fretting, but I couldn't escape that eternal, like life that's waiting for me. Like, I feel like it would like if I had cancer and it was like, yeah, you got like two years, no doubt. Like you're going to, you're going to die in two years. It would be really hard for me to be one of those people. That's like, well, I'm going to live my next two years with like wild abandon. Right. I'd be like, Oh, I only got two years, whatever. I'm not going to work. <laughs> like, like why not just get it over with now? I, I get what you're saying, but if my testimony is anything to anybody else that helps them, come to know the Lord or it does, does good for them at all. Then my life was worth living. Do you ever feel like you have failed me? Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> in, in, in the religious context or in other contexts, I think just, just the religious. Okay. Context. okay. I thought I maybe there was some I, weird regret. No, Hang on. So, I mean, I mean, I've still failed to get you your birthday present for this year's. <laughs> oh, that, I don't think that sends you to hell. No, but you were asking if I let you down. Um, because I had this really good idea, but you got the dreads now, so the hat wouldn't fit. Then. Anyway. <laughs> I bought a hat that fits, and I had to buy it like... Like what, an eight and a half? Uh, seven and five eighths. That's the size I wear. No, I wore like a seven and a quarter. <laughs> Thanks for putting our heads in perspective. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're a bigger man than I am. I am. <laughs> Far more pious. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but, um, I don't know if I even consider it failing, man. You know, I just, I remember you asked me when you promoted me to, what, SGA or whatever, what days I preferred to have off. And I was like, you know, if I could have Sunday and Monday off, like two days together and one of them Sunday, that's great. And you're like, well, I don't care about Sunday. But you asked me pointedly, like, why Sunday? And I was like, well, because I go to church. And you're like, all right. And, like, the same conversation, you're like, just so you know, don't 
ever asked me to go to church. <laughs> I like to nip that shit. Like, <laughs> I understand. Right I, I get it. You know, and and sometimes I wonder. I'm like, I'm like, should I have ever? You know, it's not like I'd ever be pushy about it. The people I have invited, it's never been like, you should really go. I'd be like, hey, we got this going on. You want to show up? You know. I think that that is acceptable. Like, hey, this thing is going on. If you want to, if you want to go. <laughs> Like just putting it out there that right. that this is the thing that exists. And it's like oh. show up if you'd like. <laughs> but like, I had more than one. I'm mean, not like I've had a lot, but a, a few friends that I felt that were constantly like pushing and pushing to where I had to start questioning. Like, are you actually hanging out with me or talking to me because you like me? Or just because you feel like you're trying to save me or help me. So, so and I guess this is where I feel like maybe I failed you. And, and you gave me a hard time once during a show where, where you know, I don't care if you go to hell. Hell, right? <laughs> right. And, and I'm like, you know, so you tell these stories about these people who, you know, do you like me? And is that why you hang out with me? Or so, so this is where sometimes I wonder if I've, drop the ball because I, I don't, I don't try very hard. I don't really try at all to like preach at you. I just try to be an example. Cause I, I believe at the end of the day, you know, actions naturally speak louder than words. I agree. And I don't remember who said it, but someone said, you know, preach the word when necessary, use words, Right like live it and so i try to live it and not just for you not just in front of everybody you know just in front of you but in front of everybody you know i i try to do this thing but i do like you know when when you gave me when you gave me a hard time about that one time i'm like you know i I do have a love for you and i probably maybe should try harder but i almost feel like if I try harder, it'd push you way more, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Just to be clear, it would. So, it would. So please don't. Okay. Okay. Very clear. And also, all of our knees are showing. That makes me uncomfortable. Are you okay with that? No, I don't. Can you suggest? I don't think that a man's knees are something that you should see. I know. I remember you coming to the, the, that first shop I was working in, you were wearing leggings underneath your shorts. Oh, yeah. I used to do that. And it was weird. <laughs> it's caught on a little bit. Do you still think it's weird if you see it now? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. But have you ever watched, like, football, like, practice, like a professional spring camp or something? <laughs> They're all wearing leggings and then shorts, like compression leggings or something. It's not... You think it's kind of feminine? No, I just think it looks weird. Oh, it's not like a... Oh, that's kind of gay looking. No. Oh. That was always my concern. Was like, does this look kind of gay? Like, wearing super tight leggings, but my shorts are still coming down over my knee. No, it was. So what is it? What does it look like to you? It just looks weird. I I don't. I understand why dudes would wear shorts over the leggings because junk can show. You don't want to wear just the leggings, right? But women do it all the time. Yeah. I've had dudes at the gym that have I've seen just wearing leggings. Yeah, yeah. 
Or yeah, someone wearing those shorty good. 80 shorts. <laughs> that one old man <laughs> with like the reddish hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's not cool. <laughs> Keep it to yourself, sir. <laughs> when I... Mm, so I come and I, I bring something to you that I want help with. Okay. We can just use the, the thing we just talked about, about like being the planner. Do you feel like you could help me more if you were to include some sort of Jesus message in it? No. Okay. Because I, first off, I think you'd probably expect that if I, if I were to throw at you, you've got a servant's heart like Jesus calls us to have. You'd probably just roll your eyes at me anyway, you know? (laughs) But, um, that's not... That's not what you're coming to me for. You're not coming for, you know, Jesus advice, even if it's rooted in that, you know, have there been moments where you thought like if I could bring this into the conversation, I feel like this could be helpful, but you haven't because it is. No. If you're asking if I've, if I've avoided bringing Jesus up because I, I would, I'm afraid you'd like not talk to me. That's not a that's thing. That's, that's not a thing that would happen. Um, but because, because you, you were very clear not to get preachy with you, not to straight up invite you to church from the get go. It's not like a man, I better not say it like this. It's just that, okay, well he wants my advice from over here, not from over here. And, and what, what you may not completely no, you might, you probably understand it now. Maybe not then. It's all going to come from the same place. I just... Right, but you're not making it about Jonah. No, like, probably you're, not. You're not weaving in some tale about, <laughs> like, look at what happened here. You know, Jonah, he got swallowed by a whale. <laughs> and you're like, what's this have to do with game stuff? <laughs> I, I think one of the main reasons that I want to talk to you about this stuff is because you don't have the, f- the fucked up brain that maybe if I was, if I was asking myself these things, right. The responses I would get from myself are not helpful <laughs> or the responses that I may get from like a strung out degenerate. Like, I don't look, look at you. Like, you can't help me. There's nothing that you got that's going to like, you're a good example of like what not to do. <laughs> so thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. But I learned that when I was a kid, like I had my dad showing me like, Oh, don't, don't do that. I don't need any more examples. <laughs> but the best advice generally can come from people that don't have the same outlook as you. Right. Because then you're getting a fresh perspective Yeah. or a wildly different perspective. So, like, I never thought about it being, like, a family thing. I mean, even in the case of, you know, I don't know if, you, you know, you're you're going out with a bunch of dudes, you know, and you've organized it. I, I wouldn't go out with a bunch of dudes. <laughs> a bunch of friends? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You wouldn't do that? Like a co-ed group of friends? <laughs> Or just a bunch of dudes. <laughs> if you go somewhere 
with like five dude friends, you look like a bunch of assholes. Why? Don't you think? <laughs> what? If, if you and I are sitting at Applebee's, which we should never be doing, <laughs> and six dudes walk in together, I am immediately like, oh, those, those guys are going to be loud. They're going to be obnoxious. They're going to be... Really? You, you don't wait. You don't wait for them to present that. No. What if there's just six dudes and they come in real quiet and they sit down at their table and they're just chill? I'm very capable of making that snap judgment. <laughs> okay. And then changing my mind. All right. But I could see ten groups like you just described in a row, and on the eleventh group, I'd still be expecting it to be a bunch of frat boys. <laughs> and then I'd just be like pleasantly thankful that like oh it's it's not right but like i don't if you're picturing like me and like five mike masons <laughs> like, okay, maybe i wouldn't get that feeling but i'm picturing like six of the she's all that dudes no that's what, horrible what was his name matthew lillard <laughs> That, like be, that six be, of them rolling up. Somewhere. That would be a nightmare. No, that's not okay. <laughs> that's what I'm always expecting. It's okay. some scenario like that. Star Wars. You organize this thing. You buy everybody's tickets. Like, you're pumped. Right? Yeah. You're offering drinks and snacks to other people in line you don't even know. Yeah. And you were, you were a little let down that more people weren't enjoying it like you were. Yeah. You still organized that. Now, if everyone had enjoyed it close to your level, that would have been more enjoyable for you. Yes. Yes. If more people in that line were like, man, I'll take a drink. I'll take, you know, I'll take a donut. This is awesome. Darth Vader's better than Kylo Ren. <laughs> that wouldn't have made me happy. <laughs> people participating would have made you happy. Yes. But instead, most people gave you like a sideways glance, like what the heck's wrong with you? <laughs> Yeah, what are you doing out here enjoying yourself? How dare you? <laughs> All of us want to stand in line and be miserable. Okay? But I, but I got to drive by Horsefly on a Friday night and see all you people having a good time laughing and drinking. And it's like, oh, you're going to give me shit for being excited about a Star Wars movie. But right. This is what's fun for you. <laughs> good job. Having a magical night that you'll never remember that you forgot about the next day. It's just like all the you other got a headache. Good job. You have. Like <laughs> you're gonna shit on me, right? I'm the weird one. Yeah. But <clears throat> horsefly is a bar. I know. <laughs> I like they have one of my favorite beers in town. Oh, do they? Yeah. Have you started drinking more? <laughs> Not more. No. <laughs> that really throws you off, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't drink till I'm drunk. That makes you feel better. It doesn't. <laughs> that makes me judge you. I feel like I've let you down. <laughs> um, no, man, you. Um, I think it's okay that you want people to enjoy things, whether whether or not the Star Wars thing completely applies, because you were going to enjoy that, whether everyone else did or not. Yeah. You, you just would have enjoyed it more if. More people had been... But I think that's a very fair... I think that does apply because I do enjoy the shit. I just don't feel like I'm enjoying it to the extent that I could or that I want to. 
Right? So, it's so, not like I get done with whatever it is that we're doing. And I'm like, Oh, that sucked for me. It was just like, man, that went by so fast that I didn't even have time to appreciate what we were doing in the moment. But you appreciated that they appreciated it. Yeah. But I want a way to do both. I don't know if that's possible. Unless you, unless you are able to make a plan with someone like, let's say you and I make a plan to go to Toad's Wet Sprocket concert. <laughs> I'm going to travel back in time. They go to Red Rocks like once a year, man. Okay. Them, Gin Blossoms. Oh, <laughs> okay. Bare Naked Ladies, you know. Oh, I don't want to see them. Because <laughs> they're Canadian or? <laughs> I, I can't remember the song, but no, I don't like it. Two weeks. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, then something else. Let's say you and I decide to go to a Bronco game. Okay. We both planned that out. I went there once. Me too. But not at the same time. I went to a Broncos game at the Panther Stadium. Oh, I went to a Broncos game at Mile High. I saw Peyton. Did you? That's why I went. Yeah? I didn't go for the Panthers. (laughs) I think it was Newton at the time. (laughs) Probably. Go ahead. And we both, like, bought our own tickets. Like, we both got what we needed before we even left. Our drinks, our whatever. Okay, we're there prepared. Was, there, there was no special trips to the side. No, do we need to go to the gas, this gas station for whatever, right? I think that's the only case where it's like, I'm enjoying this, and he's enjoying it. So I enjoy that he's enjoying it, and I'm enjoying it. I got to be better prepared. If everything was laid out ahead of time, then it would just be. Well, now you're talking about the itinerary thing again. It's a lose lose. You, you, I mean, basically, you have to just either enjoy that they're enjoying it and find your enjoyment in that. Okay. Or, on occasion, and it's okay to do this, by the way, ask someone else to take the reins. What do I do in the situation that someone didn't have a good time? That's not on you. I just have to come find a way to just completely let that go. Yeah. Because like, how can did, I do that? Did you do your best to make it a good time for no, you? No, I don't feel like I ever, if I did my best, it couldn't have failed. That's not true. But I, because let's, it's true to me. All right. All right. It's all right. To me. You know, you know, I like nineties alternative bands. Don't do that. Sprocket. <laughs> Told us Rocket, especially, yes. Let's pretend you got me tickets to Big Head Todd. I don't like Big Head Todd. Me either. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> what about the monsters? Are they there? Yeah, Big Head Todd and the monsters are all there. The whole, the whole band. Let's, let's pretend you did that. Now, I would go because you got me the tickets. And I might even enjoy it because it's the experience, right? Like, like Joni, I'm sorry. I hate baseball. But going to a baseball game is a lot better than watching it on TV. Because yes. at least it's the, ex- <clears throat> the it's the experience, right? Right. So then I can just get past the fact that it's Big Head Todd and just enjoy the experience and who I'm with. You know what I mean? Could you? at a, Specifically talking about a concert? You could enjoy being at a concert of a band that you hate? I don't hate Big Head Todd. I just don't like them as much as I like everybody else. Like, if you took me 
<laughs> if you were like, I've got a surprise for you, and you took me to... Uh, ICP. Oh my god. <laughs> you couldn't have picked a no. better example. <laughs> I'd be like, why do you actually hate me? Like, what did I do to you, you know? Did I do something to offend you, my friend? <laughs> you have no control. If you've put forth your every effort, or most of your effort, and it's and said person still didn't enjoy themselves, like, that's not on you. They could have had a bad day. They just weren't feeling it. But... I'm sure that there have been days where you've had a bad day yeah. and then something super awesome happened and you totally forgot you were having a bad day because the thing that happened was so cool that it turned it all around. Man, sometimes that super awesome thing is just a hug from my wife or one of my kids. Well, if it's that easy, then why am I failing at it? Because it wasn't what they needed in that moment. Why can't I figure out what someone needs? Like, I feel like... It is my fault. And if they didn't enjoy it, I could have done better. I feel like there's always a point where no matter how upset or mad or disgruntled someone is, that like you can hit the point where you like topple the scale. I don't know if that's true. You know, like I don't I'm not a big fan of my birthday. My wife loves birthdays. And I, Jamie, I apologize. I make it really hard to celebrate my birthday. You know, and it's not about aging. I just don't like all the focus on me. You know, I, I want to be older. I want to be a grumpy old man, actually. But people tell me that won't happen because I'm too nice or something. But yeah, that won't happen. <laughs> I want to be the grumpy old man, right? But <clears throat> it's not on her. It's not on anybody. I, I just don't like my birthday. You know? And I try to find the joy in it because everyone else is celebrating me for them. But I get weirded out when people are focused on me. You know? So, whatever their, their case may be for not enjoying whatever you had planned, it doesn't fall on you. Especially, especially if it was something you either knew or very much felt like they would like. You know, if they didn't enjoy it to the fullest, there's countless other things that could have affected that that are outside of your control. Inside their own heads, the, the environment, you know, some people get anxious around big groups of people. You know, we, we want to take Brianna, our, our, our tradition is to take the kids to uh, Bananas for her 13th birthday and do the whole, the whole day thing, like, you know, mini golf, laser tag, go-karts, whatever. And Brianna didn't want that. Because she, she doesn't like being around a lot of people she doesn't know. And if we would have forced that, it would have made her 13th birthday worse. With the best intentions, but it would have turned out bad. You know, and that's not, that's not inside my control. But what if you had taken her to do something that you knew she wanted to do, and then she was like, eh, thanks. That's still, like, maybe she's not feeling it that day. Or maybe it would, you know, if it was something, it was something brand new to her that she thought she wanted to do and then she didn't like it, like. I don't know how to get to that mentally. 
to release myself from the so you, being the reason. So you just like torment yourself because you you didn't nail it. Yeah. Why? Because if I didn't nail it, then that's my fault for not nailing it. I could have done better. Did you do your best? I mean, like, can I ever say I truly did my best with did, uh, anything? Think, was there a situation where you tried your best and, and the person didn't love it? Yeah. Okay. That's not on you. Period. There's some... There's some mental step that's missing. Right? Because I know that, but how do I... Like, just... That's like saying, oh, choose happiness. It's like, uh, okay. How? <laughs> how do I... How do I just tell myself, like, oh, that's... I can, sure, I can tell myself right now, hey... Look in the mirror. Sean, that's not your fault. You did your best. <laughs> you say it just like that? <laughs> but that doesn't... I don't feel any better. Like, the, the, the situation still happened. Well, I mean, clearly, if it's, if it's a deeper cut for you, it's more of a, a repetitive thing, right? Like, I did my best. That's all I could do. You know, and eventually, you'll get through to yourself. You know, and the more you do that, the easier it'll get, I suppose... You know, but I mean, sometimes your best isn't going to be good enough, but that that's not on you. That's a horrible thought to have, though, right? It Like it, my best wasn't good enough. It could be heavy. Yeah. So I need to be better. My best should. If there's something that you need to improve, then by all means, seek that out and do it. If, if it's for the betterment of. Betterment. The betterment. <laughs> can't find the betterment. The betterment gum. <laughs> Of, you know, the relationship or, or whatever, you know, don't just do it because you feel like it needs to be done. If there's a good reason why you need to better yourself in some direction, find the reason why it needs to happen first. I feel like I always want to be better to the point where I can't fail. But... Okay, let's say you're a perfect driver. Okay? Okay. <laughs> and someone T-bones you. you. You obeyed every law in the world. You still get into an accident. Your car is still totaled. That wasn't your fault. There are other things, other outlying uh, uh, influences that we can't control. The weather, people's moods, a, so, a bad day, a bad driver. It's like Moses went up the mountain to retrieve the tablets. And he did. And when he came back, everyone was being shitty. They were. But that wasn't his fault. It wasn't. And but, he got mad he about was, it. <laughs> this isn't a good story for me. No. <laughs> nope. And he had to go right back up and get no, more tablets, right? Because he, he lost his temper. <laughs> Something came up the other day with, I think, Johnny's daughter. And I don't remember what it was. It doesn't matter. But there was some sort of stupid thing that, like a stupid rule that she encountered that 
she was oh it was turning off your phone at the movies okay so you can very easily just put your phone on silent very yeah. and, and it's fine but yeah. the thing is like turn off your phone yeah so she turned off her phone and I was like you're a chump and she was like I don't know what chump means and I, I was like, you don't you, have to. You call this little girl a chump? <laughs> yeah. Because we don't have a great relationship, but I try to not be like asshole guy. Right. Right. So like fucking with someone is yeah, just I, I what, get you. what you do, right? Yeah. yeah. And Joni said something about how like she always follows like every rule, no matter what, like she can't break a rule. And I was like, you're like 13 and you've, what do I want to ask you? I don't think that's a good quality. Okay. I think that if there's a rule that you don't agree with or that you don't understand, you should feel free to just ignore it. But I specifically wanted to ask you about it because I know you probably are very like laws exist for a reason. And you don't just break them. Is that how I sound like to you? Yeah, like an old cowboy. <laughs> okay. Like, like John Wayne or like a Sam Elliott. Okay. All right. I'm down. I'm not big on how about Clint Eastwood from no. Like the whatever. good, the bad. We can go with Sam Elliott. Whatever, whatever. How about the Mexican guy from the good, the bad, the ugly? Whatever makes you feel better. If if I come through as Matt Mexican Damon? guy. If I come through as Matt Damon. From True Grit. <laughs> from True Grit. <laughs> All right. Do you agree? Let's put this on your kids. There's some dumbass rule at Subway that Gideon doesn't agree with which we all know as people working in like retail stores you get a lot of dumb rules placed on you yeah and a lot of times we just ignored those rules completely right because whether we just didn't want to do them or we didn't agree with them or we didn't think it was actually what was best for our store we just didn't do it right but do you think that there's a positive to being like, to me, it came across as, like, well, so you just blindly follow every rule. You're not questioning you. anything. Right, right. So, shouldn't there be some sort of... Questioning? Questioning? Yes. If you, if you blindly follow what one person sets in front of you, and you don't question anything... Like, you're not going to grow at all as an individual. You're just going to become whatever they're molding you to be. You know? Like, my parents and I share the same faith, but there's some things we don't agree on. You know? So, do I think the majority of laws should be followed as closely as possible? Yeah, but, man, I speed. I run stop signs. You know, I... Do you... I'm not a model citizen. <laughs> Do you think that if there's a rule or a law that you simply just don't agree with, that it's fine to just ignore it? 
That would depend on the size of the rule or what it is. <laughs> but yeah. it, but in some scenarios, like yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah. When I was first starting working, and you get trained as like a 15, 16 year old kid, and they're like, "This is how we do this." Right. This way. This way. This way. Right. So many times I'd be like, "Why do we do that?" Yeah. Why do we do this step? why don't we just skip this and do this and it's quicker because this doesn't do anything <laughs> because like, and then it was always like, well, this is the way that we do it. And I'd be like, why? <laughs> and people would get so fucking mad of like, just do it. This is how we do it. Just do it. And when it came to school, like you can't have colored hair. Why? Well, it's a distraction to like other kids. Why? So that's, that's my fault somehow right yeah i understand if you go to like a private school where there's a uniform and everyone has to dress the same but even will would wear his jacket inside out right you're yeah in the private school like you're paying for that so maybe there's a different but no i think when i worked for western gravel our safety coordinator wanted us like like she would monitor us if she was on the job that we always had three points of contact when we were getting out of our trucks. And I was bad about that because I was trying to get that load off as fast as possible. So I would bail out of the truck. You know, you understand what I'm talking about? Bailing. I would open the door, just like jump jump out out, as opposed to getting out, turning around my hand on, on two points and taking a step at a time. Yeah. Yeah. So three points of contact at all times. And that took forever compared to my, just like, and I jump out, you know? And, uh, I thought it was a super rule. So if she wasn't on the job, I didn't follow it. As a matter of fact, even when she was, I, I, I would get in trouble. So, you know, um, I get it, you know, because sometimes, you know, like ditching school. Like, to me, that just felt like I'm just getting in trouble and it's just not worth it. Right. You know? But, I mean, man, when you get that reminder to shut your phone off, just click it on silent. It's the same right. difference. Like, nothing's going to ring through, you know? Unless it's an Amber Alert. I think they can override it, right? <laughs> but it still doesn't make sound. Right. It'll just pop up on your thing. But... Oh, well, that's gone. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you never question anything, I mean, that can be trouble. You know, if, if you're not wanting to skip school because you know that the automated call is going to go to your parents yeah, and you know, you're going to get in trouble. Right. That's like a valid reason to not do it. Right. But if your thought was like my permanent record or college, what about a job I want to get? Like, no, this is 10th grade. Right. Like chill out. I mean, but some kids are like that, man. If I get a B, it's the end of the world, you know, and, and do I agree with it? No, but I understand some people have that mentality and they might be doing better financially than I am right now. So <laughs> she is starting to find her own self, like a way that she wants to dress or a way that she wants to look right or music that she wants to listen to. It's not that. Is it told to us, Project? 
I don't think so. <laughs> I have no no clue that's, what it is. That's too bad. <laughs> it's not like I'm gonna someone is gonna tell you what to do and you're gonna do it. Right. Because her dad is telling her all kinds of shit to do that she's not doing. Well then yeah. But it's specifically like with that like oh no, that's a rule. And I just remember always just like if you're gonna tell me that I have to do this, like you gotta tell me why. Right. So explain to me the difference between me putting my phone on silent or airplane mode or turning it off completely. Right. And it's not like they come around and they check like, Let every me see phone. your phone and make sure you turn it off. <laughs> that's so on, you're out of here. But it, I don't think that's something I'd get super mad about. I I'd be like, Oh, you got me. I'll turn it off. Right. I wouldn't stand up and throw a fucking fit about it. <laughs> like, but you're impinging on my freedom. <laughs> there are some things where I feel like I could get like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Right. Like explain to me the difference between, okay, let's talk about us being kids okay. and your parents are like, you can't do that. Right. And you're like, why can't I explain to me the difference in the world between me doing this or me not doing this. Right. And why it makes a difference. And it's like, if you can explain that to me, chances are I'll be like, Oh, well shit. Like I could kill someone by driving drunk. Right. I I totally get why I shouldn't do that. That's a terrible idea. Good call. (laughs) But so many other smaller things, you know, like, and I can't, I can't delve back 30 years in my brain to something that my parents told me not to do, but it's like, you gotta, if, if I were to try to tell a child why they can or can't do something. Right. And I couldn't tell them why they shouldn't do it. Then I'd probably be like, Oh, never mind. Like, I actually don't have any reason why you shouldn't do this other than you're just like, not supposed to. (laughs) And that's not a, that's not a good reason. That's not a valid reason. Like I'm sure that I'm sure that you don't want your kids swearing. I'm sure that's probably a big sticking point for you. I would prefer they not. But if if they drop the F-bomb in your presence, you would just be like, I prefer you don't do that? Or you'd be like, what's going on? I honestly don't know how I'd react. (laughs) It's never happened. No. Oh, okay. I don't know if I have an issue if, if I was raising my children. Right. Like, it's just words. Because I truly believe they're just words. If that's but, true, why would you say I'm like in an interview? Because there is a level of professionalism but or, they're, they're or just a words. level of environmental because it would bother the other person. Maybe it wouldn't. I mean, there's been plenty of times where it's just <laughs> happened. Yeah. And I just, you just got to roll with it. It's like, yeah, I, that, like that came out. I think if you can, I, I think the word use, 
there's not there's not a bad word like oh that's something you can't say but i think that in certain situations like i know i still to this day i don't cuss around my parents right i just they didn't want me to cuss when i was a kid and i do my best to not like out of respect or something right if you go to work and you're working with your boss and you sound like an idiot it's not really a good look <laughs> but if we were just sitting at home with my children and one of them was like that movie's dumb as shit like <laughs> you're right like i don't know if i would be like don't it sounds like you're not wrong don't say that i think i would want them to learn like hey it's totally cool if you use these words as long as you understand when and when not to use them imagine how trashy it would look if your 10 year old kids going to middle school they're all cussing anyway aren't they but they don't cuss around the teachers right they don't cuss around adults it's just like some playground right like what's the reason that i would give them well why can't i say that like it's a bad word okay why is it a bad word i I don't know because people said it is in in england or scotland like cunt is a normal part of their vocabulary right and it doesn't even mean what it means here they use it very like varied right and from what i gather it's not even inappropriate to use in like a general setting but like you use that here and people like like you made a face like oh not, yeah, that's, that that's up there with the N-word for me, man. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> but you can't tell me it's... It's... Well, I think... You know... I think society says... These are... Bad words. Air quotes. Yeah, well... You know, like, like when we were talking about the word tranny months ago. True. Like... A couple of years ago, it wasn't offensive, and then it became offensive. Or I, I don't know the timeline. I just know somewhere yeah. along the line, it became offensive. You know, so there are some words that are just offensive to society as a whole. And I guess that would be the reason you give your kid, like, look, I don't care if you say it around me, just don't use it around your grandparents or what have you. You know. You run the risk. Using a, a slur, like tranny, or, you know, fill in the blanks. Okay. I don't want to get in trouble with anybody. <laughs> Why not? They're just words, right? And I don't have a problem with using them, but I don't want to deal with the people that do. Because <laughs> I, I, I understand what you're saying, and it's hard... Like, I do believe that words are words. But, like you said, you don't want to skip school because it's not worth what's going to happen to you. Right. So, like, I don't think that the N-word is offensive. Especially when it's being used very commonly amongst the people that it's referring to. It's like, well, this is a little weird, but I'm not going to use it because I don't want to deal with the the repercussions of using it. It's just not worth it. 
I'm right. not, that's not something I'm going to take a stand on. But like, <laughs> not going to fight it. Words are just made up sounds. But yeah, if, if people are going to take offense to it, like, I don't. If I were to use the N word, I would I would expect immediate. You know, repercussions. Repercussions. I didn't want to use the same word twice. Because I just said that one. You expect immediate fallout. Right, because well, and I know that it's going to be offensive. But I could say shit. And like, that offends you. It doesn't offend me. Oh, I just well, don't use it. Someone could find that offensive. They might. <laughs> but I'd be like, I don't... Get over it. Like, I don't care. <laughs> like, that offends you? Really? This isn't about you. This isn't directed at you. Like I stubbed my toe and I said, shit. And this old lady overheard me and now she got her feelings hurt. <laughs> like, so what you're telling me is it wasn't your intent to offend. So they shouldn't be offended. Don't you say that shit all the time? I do all the time. <laughs> okay. But you don't agree with me on this one. I don't disagree. I just know how I choose to live my life. I feel it's more respectful for everyone in my earshot that I could just use the plethora of other words in the English language okay. to express my thoughts. I know what it is. Okay. I have a problem with everyone else being offended by them. Okay. That's the problem. You're offended that everyone else is Stop offended? Stop being offended by words. If, if I'm... You can be offended by thoughts. Can you? It's I, can, I can. Like, if you... Okay, let's say that you verbally assault me <laughs> with a long string of hurtful words. Okay. It's not the words that you called me that are hurting my feelings. Okay. Like, oh, he called me a dick. He called me an asshole. Like, <laughs> like he pulled out the big gun words, you know? <laughs> it's just that, oh, no, he... He thinks that I'm a shitty person. Huh. That's that. I don't want you to think bad things about me. <laughs> but the word that you used didn't bother me. But the thought behind why you said it. Okay. So it's like, oh, you didn't have a good time this weekend. <laughs> so that old lady who heard you curse, the same principle can apply that you weren't thinking about who was around you when you said that word. So you were still being selfish. After know, a fashion, I, I have such a soft spot for old ladies. I would probably apologize. <laughs> That's good. I'm proud of you. <laughs>